just about a week or so ago, I ran my, I think now my 22nd marathon. And it wasn't exactly the result that I wanted. And it's something that is this big goal setting thing where I only actually go out and kind of perform at my distance in my sport at most would be like twice, maybe three times a year. And when those don't quite go to plan, that can be a little bit frustrating. But I thought over my 22 marathons, what kind of lessons that I can take into my day to day? And what are the same lessons that you can take into yours? Because you don't have to go out and run 22 marathons to figure this out. But it is something that to me is a good reminder of how we should work with goal setting by taking these kind of three key points that I'm going to give you today. So focus in and let's talk about it. Jombo, my friends. I'm Coach Zoe, or the Coach Zoe you know, and this is What the Foss, a podcast where we answer some different questions based on helping out your physical and mental wellness. Today, what we're going to go into is three kind of quick lessons which I've learned over my time doing marathons and how you can apply these lessons to life and also the rest of your goal setting for whatever goal you might have in mind. Now, these three lessons are taken kind of from different races, but it was something that I thought about kind of recently because I have been going about this goal of trying to get this time, whether it's a specific time goal in order for me to qualify to run the Boston Marathon. I've been working on it for a while, and each time I've attempted to go for it, I've kind of learned something new. It hasn't always gone good or great every single time. There's been a lot of those that I would like to not remember, but I realize that I have learned from each one. But for you specifically, what are some lessons that you can kind of take into the rest of your goal setting throughout whatever goals you have going throughout the rest of your life? So the first one I kind of wanted to get into is basically pushing your limits. In marathons and marathon training, you have to do this a lot. Uh, we're not born to be perfect marathon runners. You're basically molded into becoming a marathon runner. Now, there's some people who adapt to it a lot more quickly, and I am not one of those people. Uh, I felt like I was always not quite the build for marathon running, but it was something I had to teach myself. And the only way I could teach myself was to slowly get in those miles, to get out of my comfort zone and get a little uncomfortable in order to try to go after some of these goals. One kind of key example where I wasn't ready for the marathon, but I had to push my limits was when I ran the Great Wall Marathon. Now this marathon takes place in or outside of Beijing, China, and it happens on the actual Great Wall of China. So it's this amazing kind of visual marathon where you get to see one of these super historic landmarks and you get to run on the wall as well as running in some villages around the wall. One kind of key thing I think people don't think about with uh, the Great Wall uh, is that when you see some pictures, you see, oh, it's this nice little kind of like rolling hills of like the Great Wall of China. 
and it goes through this countryside and it's just this nice smooth thing no not not even close to what it is see the great wall um being such an old historic architectural structure uh instead it's not just great wall it's like crazy up and down great wall with these massive stairs and steps that seem to go on forever uh, and that's what a big part of the race was, is going over these parts of the Great Wall and having to go over these massive steps that are close to, let's say, like your knee height or hip height, like somewhere in there, where you're not sprinting up these stairs. You're basically trying to tackle each one at a time. And this is after trying to work your way up to the Great Wall, which is usually going on some type of hill in order to get to that point on the wall that you need to be. Uh, but the big thing from this was that I realized in the race that I was definitely going to have to push my limits in order to keep going and finish this race off. It's not something that I could be super lax in doing. Either way, I was going to get tired, so I might as well kind of like push my way through it. Uh, and that was something where I really learned that, okay, for marathon training and doing marathons, sure, every marathon isn't going to have like hundreds of stairs that you have to go over, but you are going to have to push yourself at a little bit of a kind of past your point of this kind of like comfort box that we all seem to settle ourselves into. So that first kind of big takeaway for your life is to think about where you can push your limits where you can get outside of your comfort zone. Because if you are not satisfied with the life and where your situation is that you're at now, something has got to change. And the only way that that changes is if you change it. And as humans, we like to be in this kind of comfortable box where everything like seems okay and we seem to have like control over everything, which is not the case. Things are always changing, whether you want them to or not. So you might as well progress along with those changes that happen in your life by pushing yourself outside of that comfort zone. You then expand your box to find this new area that's comfortable. And each time that you do it, you tend to get more situations where you get more confident, more comfortable in them, but you also expand kind of what you are capable of. So find those situations in your specific goal of where you can push your limits, no matter how scary it might be. The second one that I've taken away from some marathons, and one specifically, uh, is accepting help. That's one that is always kind of tricky uh, for a lot of people, including myself. It's something that uh, tends to kind of, we all want to sort of like be able to do some of these things on our own. We want to say that we got this accomplishment, that we pushed ourselves there, and that like we didn't need somebody else to do it for us. But when we say that for every single thing that happens as we're trying to progress on our goal, that uh, basically is your ego talking, or at least that's what I've realized, is that any of those times where I'm like, oh, I don't need anybody else. I've got this all by myself. Nobody else is going to help me get to this point, so I've got to do it all myself. That's my ego talking. When I did the New York City Marathon, uh, by the way, um, loved doing that marathon. It's amazing. The crowd support, there's like five or six people deep on uh, like all sides of the race course throughout. Uh, if you haven't been to any like 
bigger races or even any like marathons, a lot of the times there's a lot of points where it's just quiet. Uh, you are just there by yourself running and it feels like every other training run where there's nobody there to push you every single step of the way. Uh, there's no music. Uh, there's no people cheering. It's just you and you are trying to accomplish this distance until some people might be at the finish line. And that was a kind of a big difference with the New York City Marathon. I was doing it with a really good friend of mine and I was helping to try to push him to get through that race. But I just more appreciated that we were able to do it together. He wasn't ashamed at all to accept help in that because uh, he knew that I was able to go with him and try to keep him on pace the best that we could. And not only was it me trying to keep him on pace, but it's also the crowd that basically gave this help and encouragement to be able to keep going in order to get across that finish line or in order to get to that goal point. And I think a lot of the times in marathons, in I mean, even in entrepreneurship, you know, if you're trying to run your own business, like my own personal training business, you tend to kind of want to say, oh, well, I've got this. I'll do this all myself. When in reality, that's basically holding you back. You, it's not that you need to be in big competition with like for me as a personal trainer. It's not that I need to be in major competition with other personal trainers and that the only way for me to like get up to where I want to be, they have to be pushed down. I personally don't think that that's the case. I think that working together with others and kind of communicating with others and figuring out how you can benefit each other is the way to go about it because we should be leaving the world a better place than we found it. And I don't think that just trying to like push others down in order to get where we want to be is the way to go about it. It doesn't work in marathon training. It doesn't work in trying to run your own business. It doesn't work in trying to do some projects or try to better yourself. Put your ego aside, accept some help if it comes to you, because you never know what that help might bring in the future. You're still the one putting in the work, but accepting help can be this amazing benefit that you're trying to push aside just because of your ego. The third one that I wanted to get to is persistence or just telling you to persist. In my past three marathons, I have in my mind failed at my goal. I was trying to get a PR or a personal record or a personal best in the marathon distance because I was trying to work this time down. The first marathon I ever did was somewhere in like the four hour 20, 430 kind of mark. And I've slowly kind of chipped away at that over time where it's not this perfect line where it's like always getting faster and faster. It's a little bit up and down, but overall it's getting faster. And that was getting to the point uh, where I tried to get this time for, for me, I need to get a time under three hours in the marathon. Um, the closest I got was a few marathons back where I got three hours and 23 seconds. Do you know how frustrating that is when you try to get to this goal and you're like, okay, like this is the time I've definitely got this in the bag. And you're just that like tiny, the tiniest segment off. And when you do that, uh, it 
really takes a lot to not just be like, well, like I thought I had it, but I can't get it. Uh, this is the closest I'll ever get and just peacing out saying, see you later. Persistence is so vital because I think a lot of people like fail or they tend to not accomplish the goal that they had set out for them because they might give up a bit too early. Now, I have not reached my goal the past three marathons. And in some people's minds, that would be that I have failed getting that goal. But I think the big thing is that you learn from every single one of those failures. You have to mess up in order to get better at something. You can't just immediately be good at every single thing. I know that sucks. It's horrible. But the way that you actually get better at something is by making some mistakes along the way and building your way up because you go, oh, this is what I learned from that last mistake. So I'm going to work my way up as I go. It's not always going to be easy to get there, but if you persist, you will learn from those failures and you will slowly bring your way up to the goal that you want to hit. I know that's going to work that way out for me, and I know it's going to be the same for you. Um, and sometimes you learn along the way and it's okay that you didn't make your goal. Perfect example. My last marathon uh, was the uh, Mesa Marathon, and it happens in Phoenix, or it's like the Phoenix Marathon, whatever you want to call it. I ran that race. It was this colder, rainy morning and got out there, and I kind of knew when I got into the race that I wasn't going to quite get my goal. When I was about kind of halfway through the race, I knew I wasn't going to get my goal, but that doesn't mean I'm just going to like stop and like quit halfway. I'm going to persist and just get that goal for that day done. And then from there, I'll figure out, oh, okay, this is what I learned from this. This is what like I can change for next time, or this is what I can do better in my training or the little changes I can make day to day. And it turned out to be for the better because uh, you wear these like bibs basically, or these like racing, they have like your number or like name on them, but they have a little timing chip on the back. That timing chip, if you get your goal time, and if I get my time like for Boston, that's the only time that they will take. They won't take any like time on my watch or they won't take me just like saying, oh yeah, I got the time. Uh, they take that time from that racing bib. Well, mine apparently um, from no fault of my own messed up that day. And what that would have meant is even if I had gotten my goal time on that specific day, it wouldn't have counted because the chip and the bib messed up. So it wouldn't have even counted that day, even if I had gotten that goal on that specific day. And even if that did happen where I got my goal time and it didn't happen because of that chip messing up, that's also okay. It's also something I can go, oh, okay, well now I know I'm capable of running that time. I will run it again at this future point, see if I can get it a little quicker. It's just this constant persistence of knowing how you can learn from your mistakes and failures in order to get up and reach that goal. So to recap those three, making sure to find ways to push your limits, no matter how uncomfortable it might be, that's the only way that your situation is going to change for the better. Accepting help. Don't let your ego get in the way of the progress that you can make into reaching your goal. Third one is persistent. The only way that you'll get there is by working your way up because you honestly, you don't really fail. Is that Einstein who said that? It's like you never fail uh, unless 
you like stop trying. I think it's something like that. But regardless, persisting is the only way that you're going to get there. If everybody quit on their first time failing, nobody would get anything remarkable done in their lives. So push your limits, accept help, and persist. I hope these marathon goals or these marathon kind of like takeaways, these lessons have helped you out and hopefully they help you out in some of the goal setting of whatever you might be going through right now. If you have any questions for me at all, you can check out my website at fossmovement.com where I create personal training programs and I could also be your personal trainer for your activity in order for you to move at your best in order to do the activity that you love and enjoy. You can also contact me on different social media handles. It's at Foss Movement or anywhere through my website. You can find those too. Otherwise, my friends, take chances, make mistakes, and make sure to persist in the goal that you want to do. Accept help from others and make sure to push your limits because it's the only way you're going to get there. Talk to you soon.